game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai. Breaks the tackle. Oh, and he's gone. House call. Touchdown. And we're a point after away from being all tied up. We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Brent Key and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Runs it right, slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Thursday evening to you. It is a new week. It is another opportunity for your Yellow Jackets, and it is a brand-new Brent Key Coaches Show here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Last week was the season opener. It was in Atlanta, but we all know there is only one true home opener, and that is this Saturday at Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field, the 111th home opener for your Yellow Jackets as they take on South Carolina State. We've had a lot to talk about before it's home East Leather at 1 p.m. on Saturday. We'll do it all over the next hour with head coach Brent Key, and we are doing it live tonight from New Realm Brewing Company here on the east side Beltline in Atlanta. Got another great turnout tonight. Love to see the white and gold here on the east side Beltline. We can't wait to see that same white and gold fill the stands at Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field this Saturday for the second all-time meeting between your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and South Carolina State Bulldogs. My name is Andy Demetra, and without further ado, let's welcome him in, the man of the hour. Quite literally, it is your name on the show, Brent Key. Coach, how are you? And it is an hour. And it is an hour. Well, uh, talking time, 57-10, but who's counting? Well, obviously you are. Well, yeah, but that's my job. Uh, <laughs> I, I know you put that Louisville game to bed with your team earlier this week. First time that we get to talk with you on the show about it. So just really quickly, what was the message to your guys uh, coming out of that game to set the tone for this week of preparation? Yeah, I mean, we, we have to, you know, look closely at the game. You know, obviously there's a lot of disappointment when you come off of a game like that. Uh, and, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to build on and there's a lot of things to learn from. And, and that's the approach we took. You know, the, the, the things we build on are the things that are, that are expected. Uh, the, the things we have to learn from are the things we worked on this week. And, uh, you know, we got back out there on Sunday night and uh, started practice on Sunday night. Uh, Monday is their off day. Uh, and then on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, I had two uh, really competitive uh, physical practices and worked on corrections and feel like we're in a good place right now. You know, you're not a sugar coater. You've always said that you tell your players the truth, you're honest with them. Between games one and two, I feel like sometimes – if it's not handled well, some of that self-doubt can seep in with some players. Uh, you, know, you don't want them to have an existential crisis if they don't get the result they want in the first game. But it feels like just the consistency with which you approach your players in making the corrections and being honest with them, it probably allows them to come in with the right mindset. Uh, it, you know, Even though they didn't get the result they wanted, just attacking this, this next week the right way. Yeah, I mean, you... You know, the expectation is to do well. The expectation is to do what your coach to do the right way. Uh, you know, and, and when mistakes are made, uh, you know, whether you win a game by 50 or lose a game by 50, like, it, it's still correction of mistakes. It, it, it's, it's the constant, you know, improvement individually, and that's what we've talked a lot about, uh, the, the, the individual improvement. And then, you know, everyone has the individual improvement. Now you, now you have the collective improvement, and that's what we work on, uh, you know, each side of the football and then, you know, myself as the, for the entire team. You had 488 yards of offense. And I know there were some missed opportunities oh, there. Lost. I, I, and there was a not unrealistic scenario where you could have left Mercedes-Benz with 40-plus with points, and I know that's of, of zero consolation to you. But taken as a whole, how did you feel the offense performed? 
We lost. Okay. Were there any positives? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would say there's positives. Okay. No, there is. You know, there, and, and that's 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 the job uh, of us as coaches, myself, is to take the things that that, that we did well, uh, continue to do those things well, uh, and do them even better. But also at the same time, you know, you take the mistakes and correct the mistakes and the things you didn't do well and and improve on those. And uh, you know, like you said, you you, you can sugarcoat it all you want. Uh, but you're really not going to get anything out of it. You know, people, you know, every, everyone says that you make the most improvements between game one and game two. All right, but that's only if you are critical of yourself, you have uh, self-awareness, uh, you're able to have hard conversations, you're able to, uh, to, to really you know, get into the, into the nuts and bolts of, of the game and the, uh, you know, the, the process of what takes place. And, and, and that's, that's what we did this week, uh, you know, the, the self-assessment of everyone in the program, the self-assessment of every player in the program. And then the overall uh, critique of that. So uh, we were fortunate to play on Friday night and have an extra day there to really, uh, you know, look at that game, grade that game, uh, and, 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 you know, be able to make those adjustments and those corrections and then be able to move on to South Carolina State. Uh, Haynes King had 313 passing yards. Very quietly, that was the second most passing yards by a Tech quarterback in a season opener. Rick Strom had 317 versus the Citadel in 1987. I know... You know, it, it came at a loss for Haynes, but uh, still there had to be some, some encouraging things as he flipped on that film with you and Buster. There is no more self-critical position than at quarterback. So what was the good, the bad, and, and everything in between as you saw it of Haynes' performance? Well, the, the good is, you know, the way Haynes, you know, goes about his business, the way he, you know, you know, wants to put this team on his shoulders, and he, and he took every bit of the of the criticism. He took every bit of the blame, uh, which it's ne it's never one person's you know total fault. But that but that's that's the nature of him. That's who he is. Uh, he knows that he's the quarterback, and he knows that that's the quarterback's job is to take. Uh, really, to be an extension of the head coach, and then to uh, you know to take the to take the criticism and and, and, and to take all the blame for a game like that. Uh, of course, he was hard on himself. Um, you know, but you know, as we told him, there's never any one thing that uh, just no one play that decides the outcome of a football game. Um, you know, but he, he he did some really good things. You know, he made some plays with his arm, made some plays with his feet. Uh, he was able to uh, overcome, you know, a, a, a batted ball early that led to an interception and three points for them. That uh, and he was able to put that play behind him and move on to the next. And that's what you ask for, you know, really your entire team, especially the quarterback position, is that you're able to play each play one play at a time and move on to the next and forget about the last one. And he was able to do that. I mean, he made some, uh, you know, he, he made some throws. I mean, he made one throw from the left hash to the right, you know, on a far out. That, that's. I mean, that, that's a that's an NFL throw, and to have that arm talent and to be able to put the ball right on the money where no one else can can get it, you know, you know, only good things are continuing to come from him. All five of your touchdowns were scored by players who are making their Georgia Tech debut. Four transfers and your freshman Eric Singleton. Two of those touchdowns were from your running back Trey Cooley. You kind of got a sense of how your your backs all complement each other, but th that first game for Trey in a Georgia Tech uniform against his former school. Uh, how, how did that offer a snapshot of what he brings to the backfield this year? Yeah, and I think you're right about those guys. You know, being able to complement each other and, and have different roles. Uh, you know, from someone that can you know run the ball between the tackles, or actually several guys can run the ball between the tackles. Guys that can be you know threats in the passing pass, passing game, uh, and then as well as uh, as well as players that can 
uh, you know, be in there, pass, protect on third down, and, and when, when the time comes, and then uh, you know, when you get down to the red area, you got to get the ball in, and that, that was one of the things I thought we did well is when, once we got inside the 20-yard line, uh, you know, the philosophy of wanting to be able to run the ball in and, and establish that line of scrimmage, and I thought we were able to, you know, continue to move that thing down closer and closer, and then you know, ran a you know little RPO. Uh, replay off of the run game, you know, to score one of the touchdowns, and uh, so that that, were, that that was some of the positives that we've got to continue to build on. Yeah, that, that touchdown you're talking about, really pretty one on the third and goal to Brett Sider, your tight end. I, I know we'll dig into some of the defensive uh, performers, guys who created that well on the other side of the break. You did have to deliver some unfortunate news today at your press conference. Your uh, defensive and Sylvanian Jewin, who's seen poised for such a big year, uh, unfortunately going to miss the season, tore his ACL in the Louisville game. Sylvain's a guy who's got a, a, just a megawatt smile, and, and so as tough a news as I'm sure that was for him to absorb, even you yourself said he's in good spirits, and you, he already told you he's coming back for 2024. So uh, that is some good news in spite of uh, some dreary news you had to deliver. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, he, he talked to his parents night uh, overseas and, and, and you know made them aware of the situation and his intentions to come back and so I asked him today I said you know I'm getting ready to go to press we had a leadership meeting and uh, I asked him if he was okay with me go ahead and, and, and announcing it because uh, I would rather announce it than, than things get out and him have to you know hear it from other people or you know be hounded by it so I, and, and he was great with it he was excited that, that we were going to go ahead and do that uh, he was excited about the opportunity to come back next year that he is going to come back next year the decision that he's made and it's like I, I told him and, and you know same, really the same message after the game and it was so what now what and, and that's mm -hmm. you know what you can't do anything about it uh, it, it's already happened. It's occurred, and now you know the demeanor you have, and, and, and the you know the positivity that you have, and you know, hey, look, if you're a leader on a football team, it doesn't matter if you're playing or not playing. You're still a leader on a football team. And that's the expectation for him. Is continue to be a leader. Yeah, well said for Sylvain. And uh, of course, uh, even though he won't be in uniform this Saturday, uh, he'll be urging on his teammates as everybody else will as well at Bobby Dodd Stadium again. One o'clock, Tommy's leather, your Yellow Jackets, and the South Carolina State Bulldogs at Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field. We'll take our first time out. Come back, talk more with the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. It's the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hella Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the East Side Beltline Trail. Football season is here, and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm. That means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are out in full force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow is an official Georgia Tech football partner, so rest assured that with Arrow Pest and Termite Control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. In real estate, it's all about the amenities. I should know. I'm an agent. At Hyundai, all of our models offer first-class features, like Android Auto, an available Bose premium audio system, heated front and rear seats, and wireless device charging. It's like an upscale home on wheels in here. It's your journey. Own every mile. With the latest intuitive technology, comfort, and style, Hyundai is the perfect match for your team. Test drive a new Hyundai today. Visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. Hyundai is an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. 
This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash Vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash V-O-G-T-L-E. There's no better source on Georgia Tech football than our team of Yellow Jacket Insiders. This is the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Is Coke Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? Take a taste. Another great turnout tonight at New Round Brewing Company on the east side belt line of Atlanta. We are out on the patio right overlooking the belt line for another edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. Remember, we'll be doing this every Thursday this year, 6 to 7 p.m. with the game last Friday. Had to move the opening show to Wednesday, but mark your calendars, lock in your presets, 6 to 7 p.m. this and every Thursday throughout the season. Of course, we are gearing up for the home opener at Bobby Dodd Stadium, and with that, we have the debut of Hell of a Block Party, driven by Hyundai. Make sure you check it out. We are closing down North Avenue, turning it into a great block party to get you excited for Tommy's Leather. Starts four hours before kickoff, so that'll be 9 o'clock on Saturday. Ghetto Jacket Alley will also take place through Hell of a block party driven by a Hyundai. That's at 10.30. Got some pregame entertainment, vendor tents, beer tents, whatever you need to get yourself ready. Hell of a block party will be there to provide. we got your favorite artist, Coach, DJ Envy. He's the pregame entertainment. Yeah, I was, listening, block to, party. I was listening to him on the way over. Yeah, you had the subwoofers going for a DJ Envy. I, I didn't know uh, you were a big parrot head. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so that uh, woke up on... Uh, Saturday morning, uh, mm-hmm. stayed up late. Uh, Friday night, woke up on Saturday morning, and you know had, you know, 50 text messages or whatever, and you know, about half of them were, you know, talking about the game and then saying I'm sorry about Buffett, and I was like, huh? <laughs> you know, because I deleted all my social media last week, and like I have no like outside knowledge of what's going on, you know, other than, you know. Maybe whatever somebody, what Mike maybe tells me in the office or whatever's going on. So, uh, you know, I saw that and I was like, what's going on? So I had to like go real old school and like go to Google and like Google it and, and find out. And then, uh, you know, so really I mean, for the last, you know, five days, you know, driving to work and in the office and, you know, listening to nothing but, you know, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. You've been to several of his concerts, right? 22. Wow. 22. Wow. An audible gasp. Yeah, our crowd here. Yeah, that that is definitely a parrot head, capital yeah, P for sure. Very nice. Might have to dial up some Jimmy Buffett. Uh, well, I mean, you know, in, in game on Saturday. Well, when you grow up in Alabama and you, you grow up going to the coast, uh, you know, to Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, you know, yeah. that area down there, and you know, the floor of Alabama, I mean, really kind of the the mainstay of where a lot of that music was was rooted from. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a part of my life since I was really young, and you know, my, my, my mother listened to it, my family listened to it, uh, you know, and then you know, growing up going to the beach so much, and you know, it really just became a mainstay mainstay of who I you know who I was growing up, and you know, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be there either a, a ship captain or a pirate. Really? And you settled for football coach instead? Arr. I mean, you could have been like Mike Leach and been both. No. Okay. One or, one or the other. That's fair. Uh, th- there is a, a dichotomy I noticed. Like, you're an intense guy, but I, I guess kind of the, the cool-down music is Jimmy Buffett then? A little yeah. bit? Kind yeah, of relax you? It is, between that and, like, you know, Metallica. Yeah. You're, you're a man of, of, of duality. Yeah. I like that. Uh, let's talk about some of your defensive standouts from last Friday. 
Today, you announced Jalen King is one of your team captains for South Carolina State. And Jalen tied his career high, eight tackles. And what a great sight to see somebody who uh, missed the last two-thirds of the season last year with an injury. We didn't talk about him nearly enough on the show last week, but the value a guy like Jalen King brings, not just to the field, but to your locker room. Yeah, I mean, you know, a guy that's a leader, a guy that does everything right on the field, off the field, in the classroom. I mean, just a true model of what a Georgia Tech student athlete is. Uh, you know, Jalen is, he's an unbelievable kid. Uh, you know, in, in, you know what, what, what's not known, I mean, Jalen Jalen was supposed to play about 10 to 12 plays in that game. Uh, you know, was battling through, you know, some uh, some things that, you know, in, not, not true injuries, but some things that were really nagging on him. And, uh, you know, then when the Miles went out in the game and, and Jalen stepped up and he said, oh, you're not taking me out of the game. And he played the entire football game uh, on kind of a bum wheel and, you know, uh, gave everything he had, which was, you know, just a credit to him. Him and the toughness he has, and you know, the, you know how much he he cares about the team and cares about Georgia Tech, and to go out there and, and do that, uh, just a, you know, really really proud of him. Uh, he's on the watch list for comeback player of the year, and certainly gave a favorable first impression last Friday. Another career high from your linebacker Trenelius Tatum. We talked about him last week on the program. Eight tackles for Trent. What'd you see out of him that that furthers your conviction in him at that linebacker spot? Confidence. And that, that was the big thing we talked about. Actually, you know, before I came over here, you know, Trent stopped by the office to talk about a few things, and uh, you know, just just the confidence that he has right now, the confidence that he has, you know, as a football player, the confidence that he has, you know, again off the field in the classroom, and you know, you know, excited about his his his, his future here at Georgia Tech, and you know, and Trent, you know, he knows, you know, you know ever how many tackles he had, you know, and, and he's beating himself up about one, you know, one one missed tackle that he had, you know, on a, on a little drag route across the field. And uh, look, you're not you know, you, you strive to be perfect on every play, but you're not going to be perfect on every play. And you, you know, it's, it's like I told him, you've got to be able to put those things behind you and and move on. And, and he was able to do that. And he was all over the field. He really was. And uh, he was very critical of himself. You know, after the game, very critical of what he has to continue to improve on uh, to be an even better football player for us. You had three true freshmen who saw snaps at offense. The one that may have taken the most fans by surprise, maybe not to you, was Ethan McKenney at left tackle and did more than a fair job. Uh, what has he done so well so early in his career to, to elevate himself into that position where he's getting substantial reps against an ACC opponent in game one? Yeah, I mean, he, he's, you know, if you're going to play as a freshman, you can't act like a freshman. And, you know, since the day he's walked in, he's not a guy that came in mid-year. He's a guy that came in uh, in that, the that, summer. That makes it even more impressive. Yeah, it, yeah. Really, it really is. I mean, to only have, you know, the 29 practices leading up to that game and, and, and just the summer, you know, the abbreviated summer workouts that, that he had, uh, you know, just – He's very mature. He was, you know, the moment was not too big for him. Uh, he, he's got a good pedigree. I mean, his you know, mom was obviously a, a phenomenal basketball player at Georgia Tech back uh, when I was in school and a little bit before, uh, a little bit older than me. Uh, so he's got, you know, that Georgia Tech pedigree that, you know, we all know is so special to everyone. So, uh, and then, you know, coming in, you know, you know playing at Lassiter, his high school offensive line coach, uh, Michael Johnson, uh, you know, Mike played for the Falcons, I think, 12 years, uh, played at Alabama. Uh, I got to know him when I was over there, and, and you know the, the the technical aspect of the game that he was able to come in with and, and, and know already, mm. really is what set him, uh, you know, set set him set him above uh, some of the others, you know, even though he won here in the spring. But you know, just the, the coaching that he had, you know, the, the, the verbiage, the, the techniques that he used, allowed him to come in and really be ahead of the game. And then your final touchdown was scored by Eric Singleton. 
He, he's got speed to burn, but we know that speed alone won't get you on the field as a true freshman. So what else in what other areas is Eric more advanced to, to earn these types of snaps for him as a true freshman? Yeah, well, really the same thing. I mean, if you're going to play as a true freshman, especially in the first game, you know, it's it's tough to put a guy out there for the very first snap of the first uh, the first game of the year because you, know, you don't know how they're going to react. You don't know what's going to happen. You only have so many you know practice reps of those guys and, and knowledge of you know their reaction and pressure situations. So you try to you know you start working them in, working them in, working them in, and uh, putting them in, in in positions to make plays. And you know in, in the plays that he was in the game earlier uh, in the contest, you know he did a really good job, even though the ball might not have come to him. Uh, and then, uh, you know, able to make, you know, two really big plays, you know, at the end of the game uh, to pull us, you know, within really of one score of getting an onside kickback, uh, you know, just shows shows him, you know, excited about his future and excited what he's going to be for us. Yeah, the touchdown was nice, but the, the, the first one he had was the better catch. I mean, that was that was acrobatic right yeah, in front well, of your sideline. Yeah, you know, going down the sideline, you know, the way, you know, he flipped, turned his body, got back, adjusted to the ball, uh, you know, Went up between the defenders and was able to come and come down with it, and you know, doing all those things is one thing, but then to be able to be able to secure the catch, hit the ground, and, and keep possession of it is another. So there was probably some stopping and rewinding uh, going on, uh, and the opposing coaching staffs uh, watching those plays from Eric Singleton. So he will certainly uh, make himself a, a player to be reckoned with as this season goes on. Evan Dickens also got his first carry as a Yellow Jacket. That was good to see. So three true freshmen all getting time and getting their turn uh, in the season opener for. Georgia Tech this past Friday. Of course, they will all have their first home opener at Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field this Saturday, 1 p.m. versus South Carolina State. We'll continue to count you down, get you ready for Tommy's Leather. We'll hit another timeout. First, though, it is the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Hi, y'all. Your summer is going to sizzle because the new Hot 7 Scratchers are here. They are loaded with cash and are so hot, you can roast a marshmallow over them. I ain't kidding. I mean, mattress just light themselves just by looking at them. They might even give you a suntan. Go get you one to win some cool cash. <laughs> well, that was ironic. Win up to $2,777,777. Play the new Hot 7's Family of Scratchers from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. In America, the future belongs to everyone. Let's start creating yours with the SUVs of the future, like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. They all earned government five-star overall crash safety ratings by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're for everyone. Be future ready with Ford SUVs. Government five-star safety ratings are part of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's new car assessment program. For more information, visit NHTSA.gov. Recycle. Compost. Eat local. Eat vegan. Don't use straws. Don't use plastic bags. Don't use hairspray. Drive a hybrid. Drive an electric. With so many ways to help the environment, it could be overwhelming. But the easiest way to make a difference can be as simple as paying your gas bill. With the Greener Life program from Georgia Natural Gas, your natural gas usage is carbon neutral. Join Greener Life to offset the carbon emissions from heating your home and help keep Georgia a little greener. Sign up today at gng.com slash green. We're writing the next chapter of a story program. Same name, new look. Same game, new attitude. Same grind, new story. And a brand new game day tradition. Make hell of a block party driven by Hyundai part of your pregame routine that'll transform North Ave into a pregame street party starting four hours before kickoff of each home game. The home schedule begins on Saturday, September 9th at 1 p.m. versus South Carolina State. For tickets and more info, visit ramblinrec.com. 
Go Jackets. Sting them. The latest on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Hyundai and Georgia Tech together in tech innovation and progress with the new EV plant in Georgia. Hyundai looks forward to growing ties with the Institute and the community. Together, we're building the future of technology right here in Georgia. Hyundai and Georgia Tech, it's our journey as we welcome you back to a Thursday night edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai here at New Realm Brewing Company on the East Side Beltline. Getting you set for Georgia Tech and South Carolina State, 1 o'clock, Tommy Slather, our network airtime 11 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. A lot of guys, Coach, will be playing their uh, first game at Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field this Saturday. Your first home game, uh, that would be September 27th, 97 versus Clemson. That sound about right? No. So I'm wrong. Well, mark this down for posterity. What was your first home game then? Well, as a player. Well, 96, but I redshirted. Okay. Uh, 97... Golly. You would have played Clemson. I looked. I, I do my research. I looked this up. Well, you I got, knew you did. Yeah. Well, you guys, because you had your first two games on the road. I knew you would be wrong on it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your faith in me. No, the first two games of the season were on the road, and then you came back. So it was later in September. You won that game 23-20. Yeah, first, I, will first ask, I, would, I, I was going to ask you what your, your first recollections are of your uh, Obviously first not that. game at Bobby Dodd Stadium, but I guess I already got my answer. Yeah, <laughs> I must have played well because I do not remember the games I played good, and I just remember the bad ones. <laughs> well, you know, we were talking in the last segment about Ethan McKenney and, and Eric Singleton, Evan Dickens, all getting on the field as true freshmen. And, you know, you started 44 games in your career, so you got on the field as a true freshman. You have a keener sense than most of what it takes and how difficult it is. Not only to, to get on that field, but to have a, a prominent role as a true freshman. So a guy like Ethan McKenney, what is it that caught your eye that, that made you know early on, despite him not arriving until the summer, that, okay, this may be a guy who could be, uh, you know, sort of Brent Key-asking his ability to get on the field early? Well, he got the job done. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's prototypical size that you want. Uh, you know, and he just put his head down, went to work, and, you know, it, first week of camp, everyone, you know, kind of catches your eye at different times, but then you get into that second week of camp, and they really, it starts to become truly the dog days, and the grind is, is taking place, and that's where most of the freshmen start, you know, really, you know, you know, fizzling out, and, you know, you know, moving behind, and, and not because of ability, not because of anything other than just, you know, the, the maturity that it takes uh, to to go out there and, and take those that amount of reps and to keep up with the install, and as that was happening, you know, we actually moved Ethan. We were moving him around, just to really challenge him and see where he was at, and you know, create versatility, you know, for, not only for the for the team but for him. And but you have to see those things, you know, especially a guy that came in and didn't play in the spring. You you need to see, you know, how he's going to take adversity. You know, what's going to happen when things don't go his way. And so we move him over to the right side, and you know, he struggled at first, but he kept battling, kept battling, kept battling. And then, you know, I moved him back over to the left side. You know, really a week after that, and you know, but what it did, you know, that that pivotal push week, he came out of the other end of it as a better football player, and then really started progressing from there. And uh, you know, didn't miss snaps. I think he took as many snaps as anybody on on, on the offense. Uh, you know, throughout camp, 
And you know, we get when you get to that point, you're like, okay, you know, we know this guy can is a guy that can help us, and he can he can contribute. He's got the the mental toughness to do it. And, you know, he's got the the fortitude to go out there and do it. And you know, but you still you know you still worry when you go in that first game, worried how they're going to respond, you worried how they're going to respond when things don't go their way, and uh, you know when they have adversity. And, and he went out, and I mean, just just you know, he was rolling. He, he was having fun. You look at him on the sideline, you think he's somebody's been out there for for two years already. No. You like those grizzled old veterans, right? The grizzled young vets. Yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah. Just, you, you like guys that, that love to play the game. You like guys that, that love to play it the right way, that have the right mindset, uh, that can affect others around him. Uh, you know, and, and he does those things, even as a freshman. I mean, it was uh, you know, it was fun to watch and excited about his future. And Connor Scaglione also came off the bench, uh, came in at right guard for you. Greg transfer from Princeton, had 21 starts in the Ivy for, for the Tigers, seemed to do some nice things as well. Yeah, you know, obviously smart. You know, we, we knew that coming in uh, from, from, from where he came from. And, uh, you know, he got here and, again, guy that came in in the summer and goes through the workouts and, you know, gets into summer camp and, you know, about day five, six, seven, as it gets into that second week, he was like, whoa, what did I get myself into? I mean, you know, the, the practices are hard, you know, they're different, you know, the the, the, the speed, the intensity, but more than anything, it was the humidity. I mean, it was the heat and the humidity. He was just I, like, I was, this I was is thinking different. about this, because Princeton, they don't start their season until, like, the third week of September, so I was wondering, had he ever started preseason camp this early? I don't know when he started, but he's not started it in the heat and humidity like it is no. in Atlanta, Georgia. And he, uh, so there, there was a, you know, a real, I mean, it, it was a fight every day for him. And, you know, you just saw it on his face. And he was trying. He was trying. He was doing his, everything he had. But just to, to push through the elements alone, uh, you know, and then, you know, he's another one that came out on the other side. And we, we, we had confidence in him to be able to put him in the game. And then uh, it just so happened with, uh, you know, uh, the way Jordan got banged up, um, you know, early on. And he was able to jump in and, and, and play some productive snaps for us. A guy who is unbothered by the humidity. He told me so. He's our pregame guest this week on the Georgia Tech Sports Network, Ramblin' Rec kickoff show that would be your wide receiver chase lane from houston texas by way of texas a&m he didn't come to georgia tech out of high school but we were talking during the commercial break he is in every sense of the term a tech man yeah he's he's such a unique young man yeah. i mean you know, the things he does the you know the organizations the charities that he's founded the organizations he's founded you know he has his own podcast and just such a uh, a worldly view at that age uh and, and he's someone that might not have started out here, but definitely is in the right place right now at Georgia Tech. I know. Had that vapor trail that he left on that screen pass for the, the, the touchdown in the second quarter. For those of you who don't know, Chase's dad is the chancellor of Southern Illinois. So, you know, his dad is essentially the Angel Cabrera yeah. of SIU. And he was previously the, the president of Texas Southern in Houston, which is one of the largest HBCUs in the country. Um, it did have me wondering, what is the most interesting job of a parent of a player that you've recruited? Because University Chancellor, I imagine, has to be up there. But I'm curious if you've had another job uh, from a, a, a recruit's parents that stood out to you all these years. Yeah, well, there's a lot I can't say, but... Uh, <laughs> Sounds like these aren't necessarily jobs that were on the books. Yeah, you should yeah, have texted yeah. me this question earlier no, when I thought I'm about sorry. it. <laughs> I'll give you the commercial break. No, nah, I still now, think you, you know, you, you think no, I've got, I've got some interesting ones now. No, I do. Uh, you know, losing Sylvain, uh, but we had said last week you've accumulated a lot of quality depth and older guys at, at defensive end where, where they're physically ready to contribute. Who are some of the players that uh, might see more time now in, mm -hmm. in, in Sylvain's absence and guys who you feel are, are ready to meet that moment? 
Yeah, and when you look at the end spot, you, you, we've got some, we've had some guys come in this year to, to provide some depth there. Uh, you know, you, you can't replace what Sylvain is as far as uh, you know someone that's played here at Georgia Tech. You know, and, and, and really come up, you know, in, in the program uh, over the last, you know, really, you know, nine, ten months. You know, uh, guy we're really, really excited about is Eddie Kelly. You know, he he got a lot of meaningful snaps on. Uh, 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 Friday night, uh, he, he's a really, really talented young man. Uh, you know, it, it's you know, but he's young. I mean, he played he played a lot of snaps last year at the last place he was at, uh, and now coming in and now he's going to play even more snaps. Uh, you know, we just got to continue to. He's kind of like a you know bull in a china shop right now. He's he, he's a wild horse. You know, he'll do do things really, really well, and then I've won. You're like, what in the world? But you got to remember, I mean, he's 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 been here since you know you know the first of the summer, and uh, but excited to have him. You know, Josh Robinson's another one that's going to play meaningful snaps. Uh, you know, Noah Collins, you know, can, can play both you know the end and the rush spot. Uh, you know the rush spot. You know really is what it is with uh, with, with, with uh, Kevin Harris, Kyle Kennard. Uh, that end spot, uh, uh, Et is another one that you know can play both sides and will get more meaningful snaps at, at the end spot. And look, I mean, there's we have guys inside as well. I mean, you know, Makias can always pop out and play the you know the field end spot. Uh, you know, so we, we've we've got you know several options there to be able to play. But you know, there's there, there's guys that have. Uh, a high ceiling, and, and Eddie Kelly's one of them that I'm excited to see you know, get his opportunity this weekend. Yeah, he was one of your uh, defensive line transfer portal pickups along with E.T. E.T. Osaruban, who played 31 games uh, across four seasons at Clemson. Zeke Biggers had his first career start against Louisville, but he slimmed down. Yeah, he's yeah. not the Zeke that uh, you saw when he first arrived from Salisbury, North Carolina. Yeah, you know, you know Zeke uh, had a good preseason camp, had a good offseason. Uh, uh, you know, excited to see him continue to progress. You know, on the inside, you know, you got you know Macias and you know Daquan Dallas who've been been around, and then uh, Horse Lockett's another one that I'm really really excited about. Excited about Horse, excited about his future, excited about him continuing to play a lot of snaps and continue to grow as a football player. I don't know if they still are, but it, it, it always tickled me that at least their freshman year together, Zeke was roommates with Malik Rutherford. Well, Zeke came in six six, about three hundred and sixty. Malik, when he arrived, was 5'9", 138. So I, I don't think they ever confuse their, their laundry piles living no, together. No, not at all. Uh, not th at all. That is probably the biggest weight disparity of any two football roommates uh, in the country at the time. But Malik's kind of bulked up, and he led your guys in receptions and receiving yards on Friday. And Zeke has kind of slimmed down. So I don't know who's raiding the pantry more these days, Zeke or Malik. But uh, They're still a good part. They are a little bit, yeah. There, there is no mistaking them. They kind of look like the hour and minute hands of a clock when you uh, when you put them side by side. What you don't like that? I just don't really get it. Okay, I'll, I'll explain. I, I, I don't. I don't think it really goes. I'll, I'll explain that during the break. You're still on the hook for the most interesting job of a recruit's parents. You can marinate on that during the break. We are coming up on a break, so it comes at a good time. It is the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. We are live tonight at New Rome Brewing Company in Atlanta. And there's more after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Rules change, rosters change, opponents change, but the work never changes. Same name, new look. Same game, new attitude. Same grind, new story. And a rivalry renewed as clean old-fashioned hate resumes as Georgia comes to the Camus Pavilion to face your Georgia Tech volleyball team on Friday, September 15th at 7 p.m. Let's pack the Mac and celebrate Fall Girls and Women's Sports Day presented by Delta, the official airline of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. For tickets, visit RamblinRack.com. Sting them. 
In real estate, it's all about the amenities. I should know. I'm an agent. At Hyundai, all of our models offer first-class features, like Android Auto, an available Bose premium audio system, heated front and rear seats, and wireless device charging. It's like an upscale home on wheels in here. It's your journey. Own every mile. With the latest intuitive technology, comfort, and style, Hyundai is the perfect match for your team. Test drive a new Hyundai today. Visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. Hyundai is an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. And we're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm, <laughs> best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. we got a game to call. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. It's the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. We invite you to stick around for episode number two of The Good Word with our good friends Chris Mooneyham and Wiley Ballard. Aaron on, uh, on 93.7, 680 The Fan in Atlanta. Also extra 106.3. And The Good Word will follow the Brent Key Coaches Show each and every week here uh, once we get off the air and we'll turn things over here at New Rome in fact to Chris and Wilder look forward to uh, what they have to say as we continue to get you ready for Georgia Tech and South Carolina State the 111th home opener at Bobby Dodd Stadium at Hyundai Field and of course like we said earlier don't forget about High level block party driven by Hyundai. It'll get cranked up four hours before kickoff, 9 a.m. on Saturday. Make sure you go out. Make sure you experience it. Make sure you embrace it and really uh, enjoy what will become a new tradition as we close down North Avenue and give you one of the most scenic spots to hang out and uh, enjoy the company of your fellow jackets before game time. Uh, one guy we have not mentioned yet who uh, certainly made his presence felt not only in the rushing game but the receiving game was Jamal Haynes, who uh, converted from wide out in the offseason, had four catches, also led your team in rushing attempts at 107, 107 total yards of offense. You described him in your press conference as a firecracker. Uh, how can having a player like Jamal help Buster manipulate a defense? Yeah, it's just because his versatility. I mean, and, and that's what we, we look for. We look for you know skill players that have versatility, uh, skill players that are explosive and, and can do different things uh, with the ball in their hand. You know, he he's someone that obviously has been a receiver. You know, he's playing running back. You know, just multiple with your personnel sets, your personnel groupings, uh, be able to have you know just formationally being able to put guys in different positions, different spots, to be able to uh, you know 
you know, not not just to keep the, the defense honest, but you know to create matchups, and and, that, and that's what we, we were trying to do. I mean, the whole week game planning is about matchups. You know, who, who you know we're going to get a matchup in the running game based on personnel. We're going to get a matchup in the passing game. You know, some of the perimeter throws that we have. Uh, you know, you know the screen game. You know, are we going to get the right people, the right ball in their hand? And, and that, that's what's important uh, to myself. That's what's important to Buster. Uh, you know, or their touches. You know, it, you know, just to call plays it really doesn't matter. But who's getting the football? That's that's what the important thing is. Saw a fair amount of 12 personnel against Louisville. Buster, of course, coaches the tight ends as well. And your first touchdown against Louisville was scored by your tight end, Brett Sider. Believe it or not, the first touchdown by a Georgia Tech tight end since the end of 2020. He strikes me as a really sneaky good pickup in the transfer portal. How does he make for a good fit in this scheme? Well, you, you talk about irony. All right, so... After he scored the touchdown, he runs off the field, and I looked at him, I grabbed him, told him congratulations. I said, you know what? The most ironic thing in the world just happened. That you, where you're from, just scored the first touchdown in my head coaching career. <laughs> and he looked at me and said, Coach, I'm not one of those anymore. I'm a yellow jacket. Good said, answer. Damn right Good you answer. Are. <laughs> That'll get you some more playing time. But what does he bring to the room? We obviously saw Dylan Leonard. He was one of your game captains against the Cardinals. We saw plenty of Luke Benson as well. He had a reception. But how does Brett Sider raise the talent level in the room? Well, you know, his ability to, to, to he understands coverage. He understands, uh, you know, the, you know the, the, the passing game, the passing game we want to have. You know, the, the best thing has been, you know, the, the the fact that Dylan, Dylan Leonard uh, just you know how mature he's become you know the leader that Dylan's become you know that that the guys in that room really have no choice but to do things the right way and to do things our way uh, and and how he's rubbed off on those guys and, and the unselfishness of understanding that you know there's going to be games where you know there's going to be 12 catches by the tight ends you know 14 catches and there's going to be some where there might be two there might be three and and so it's not going to be everyone that's going to be able to get the ball every time but the unselfishness of understanding what everyone's you know role is within the offense is what's the best thing and, and you know you know and, and same goes with brett we talked about the newcomers to your roster we haven't spent as much time discussing the newcomers to your staff we know about buster faulkner we, we know marco coleman is back travaris tillman is still here but also you, you brought in guys like norval mckenzie as your running backs coach josh crawford now coaching your wide receivers with norval and with josh two younger guys seem really energetic love work and teaching their position groups uh, what have you liked about their additions to the staff besides the fact that josh's daughter and and, and north sons like they're some of harper's like best friends now well that, that doesn't hurt yeah yeah yeah, I mean, that's, she's got a bunch of built-in play, you know, play friends all the time. So, uh, no, they're 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 young, uh, younger, uh, but they 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 are professionals. You know, the 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 way they go about their work, uh, attention to detail. I mean, they they they, they do things the right way. Uh, across the board, but then when it comes down to coaching, I mean, they coach ball. They are ball coaches. You know, they understand the game. I mean, you know, Josh has come from high school background. He was, you know, uh, a high school coach at some, you know, very notable high schools in, here in the state of Georgia. Uh, goes on and has two years of, you know, college coaching experience. But just his knowledge of the game, his knowledge of the receiver position, um, you know. But more than that, it's 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 his ability to coach them hard, but 
every one of those guys respect him. You know, the, the relationship that he have, has with those guys, and he does. He coaches those guys hard, uh, and really the same with Norv. I mean, Norv, uh, you know, Norv McKenzie. He, he's He's a pro's pro, and you know to get a guy from the you know that grew up in the city of Atlanta that played uh, you know at, at another school in the SEC, uh, you know that is, has an academic background, uh, be able to to be at his alma mater and then to lure him back home to Atlanta uh, to coach for us was, was a huge huge win you know in the recruiting of staff uh, you know battles that you go through, and you know both of those guys their 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 players have a. a Huge amount of respect for them. They go about things the right way. Uh, they're they're both outstanding recruiters. And and when we talk you know, about hiring staff and, and, and putting people on staff, really there's three things. You know, number one, they've got to be a great teacher. Number two, they've got to be a great recruiter. Number three, they got to be a great man. And when I say a great man, they have to be a great husband, a father, uh, mentor to young men around them. And, and those guys, you really check all those boxes. You also brought in some some quote unquote back of the house guys, but these are legends: Brian Baker, Tim McFarland. Bill Stewart, the guys who have legendary names either here at Tech or in Georgia high school football. How will those guys help strengthen your program? Yeah, been really, really fortunate to, to be allowed to uh, build the, the off-the-field staff. And you say off-the-field, but, you know, at some point in time, everybody's on between, you know, everyone's on the field. But, you know, the support staff that you build is, is just as important as the guys that are on the field coaching. Uh, you know, and, and we, have, we have so many guys in so many roles that affect the team. They affect the team. They affect coaches. Uh, to get a guy like uh, Bake to come back and and, and leave, uh, I mean, he's had numerous opportunities since he's been here to go on, you know, to go back to the National Football League. I mean, he's coached 21 years in the NFL. He's, uh, you know, he's coached here. He understands Georgia Tech. Uh, you know, just to, to, to coach the places he's been, to bring the knowledge that he has uh, to the game and into the to the defensive room. Um, you know, Bill Stewart. You know, legendary coach here in, in the state of Georgia, high school coach in the state of Georgia. Um, you know, so much respect. I, and I wanted to make sure we, we built our staff with guys that have been in the high school ranks. That, you know, guys that, you know, we, we promote guys. We, we, we build the, the profession. You know, you want to promote guys within the profession. You want to give guys opportunities in the profession that might not have had it at other times that, that want to continue to, you know, you know, accelerate their career. And then Coach Mack. I mean, the, the addition of Coach Mack has been, uh, you know, he, he's – he, he's director of high school relations, but he is so much more. He's so much more to the to the players. He's so much more to the staff. He's so much more to myself. Uh, you know, to have that direct relationship with the high school coaches in the state, and, and just to see him and his work ethic and how he works and goes about his business every day. I mean, he's going to be the first one in the office. He's going to be the last one to leave. He's working like he's a GA. No, he's yeah, no, he's working like he's always worked. And he's working. That, that, that's the reason when when you know, win the ways won. That's the reason when state championships as a high school coach. Uh, but the combination of all those guys, among many many others has been really uh, been really fortunate for us. I wanted to make sure that we could uh, spotlight those guys as well. We'll take a final time out. You are matching wits on Saturday with a coach that I know you hold in high regard, South Carolina State's Buddy Pugh, 22 seasons at his alma mater. He is uh, retiring at the end of this season. I know you have some thoughts on uh, Coach Buddy and Buddy Balls. They affectionately call it in Orangeburg, Georgia Tech versus South Carolina State. One o'clock, we will continue to count down with one final segment here with head coach Brent Key. Stick around live from New Realm Brewing at Company tonight on the Beltline. It's the Brent Key Coaches Show driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hell of Vienna Lager. 
Find them near you today by using the Beer Finder at NewRealmBrewing.com. And visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the East Side Beltline Trail. Hello and welcome to The Kroger Show. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 2024 is closer than you think. Whoa, let's have Halloween first. The new year always brings new prices. Getting a fresh R.S. Andrews AC or furnace now is guaranteed to save you money next year. It's good to celebrate early. Just another way R.S. Andrews makes you smile. You'll save money on the new system, and you'll save for years on your energy bills. I'm smiling about the new year. RSAndrews.com. How can we make you smile? Oh. Every Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, including a 10-year or 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, plus three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. Even meditation can't offer that kind of peace of mind. You can say that again. It's your journey. Own every mile. With the latest intuitive technology, comfort, and style, Hyundai is the perfect match for your team. Test drive a new Hyundai today. Visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. Hyundai is an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. There's no better source on Georgia Tech football than our team of Yellow Jacket Insiders. This is the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Winding down our first Thursday edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. We invite you to stick around on 680 The Fan, 93.7 FM, and their sister station, Extra 106.3, for episode number two of The Good Word with Chris Mooneyham and Wally Ballard. And, of course, we invite you to join us on Saturday for the home opener at Bobby Dodd Stadium, the Hyundai Field, Georgia Tech versus South Carolina State. Tommy Sleather, 1 o'clock, network airtime 11 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Second all-time meeting between Tech and South Carolina State. Met back in 2010. You uh, have some history with Buddy Pugh, the longtime legendary head coach of the Bulldogs, who's hanging up the whistle after this season. Four-time MEAC Coach of the Year. And not only is he one of the more successful coaches at the FCS level, uh, he is one of the more decent and personable coaches that you will find in the business. Yeah, he is. You know, he's a uh, he's done a tremendous job as alma mater for you know, 20, you know twenty two years now, and uh, you know always had solid football teams. You know, done done a good job of uh, you know graduating players and a good job of you know sending guys on to the National Football League, uh, and, and always had good teams. And you know, when you look at historically, I mean, even even last year, I mean, you know, in, in their division, I think they were fourth in uh, you know you know negative plays created uh, on on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, they 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 play the game the right way. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pride in, in, in playing, uh, you know, in playing for him as a coach with the players. Uh, and they're going to come in. They're going to play hard. Yeah, they won the uh, celebration ball here in Atlanta in 2021, beat Deion Sanders in Jackson State. Uh, he's put some guys in the NFL now. And, and these were guys, uh, there's not an inch of the state of South Carolina that Buddy Pugh has now recruited, and he just finds guys. I mean, Darius Leonard, he's an all-pro with the Colts. you got Jacoby Durant, who's a DB with the Rams. Javon Hargrave, who I believe is now with the San Francisco 49ers. And to your point, last year, even though South Carolina State finished 3-8, and eight, they were fifth in the FCS in tackles for loss per game. 
you describe them as an up-the-field defense. What makes them uh, that attacking defense that you'll have to tame on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, they, look, they let their D-linemen play freely. You know, they, 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 they put them in wide techniques. Uh, they, they want them to get up the field and cause disruption, uh, you know, they, and then rally to the football. You know, they got uh, a couple guys already in the season uh, that, that have, have created some disruption. You know, defensive end number 34, uh, you know, the other defensive end number 43, linebacker uh, number 11, who, who I've mentioned, you know, has a chance to be an all-conference player for yeah. those guys. Aaron so. Smith, number 11. Yeah, so uh, excited to get the opportunity to go out and uh, play another game. It's an interesting composition of their backfield. They've got a sixth-year quarterback, Corey Fields. Now, he didn't play last week versus Charlotte. He'd been dealing with some plantar fasciitis. Unclear if he will play or if the redshirt freshman Andre Washington will. But they also have two true freshman running backs. So you have youth and a a lot of uh, experience and snaps at quarterback should Corey Fields play. I know it's hard to make too many generalizations two games into the season, but how have you seen South Carolina State try to move the ball downfield? Well, they're going to try to establish the run. They're come in. They've got two quarterbacks that are good on their feet. They can they can run the ball. You know, they've got you know the two freshman running backs. You know, one of them six one two fifteen. The other one's a 5'10", 195 pound you know guy. That they're 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 going to try to move the ball, and you know, would be surprised to see those guys get in some sets where they you know want to run some option. Uh, you know, get the ball out on the perimeter and be able to, uh, you know, try to get guys in space. Well, that is the story, and we will pick up that story again this Saturday at 1 o'clock for Georgia Tech and South Carolina State. Now that we wrap up this week's edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai, here from New Realm Brewing Company on the Bell Line. Coach, well-deserved round of applause. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Appreciate it. Go Jackets. He's Brent Key. I'm Andy Demetri. We'll see you next time. Every Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, including a 10-year or 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, plus three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. Even meditation can't offer that kind of peace of mind. You can say that again. It's your journey. Own every mile. With the latest intuitive technology, comfort, and style, Hyundai is the perfect match for your team. Test drive a new Hyundai today. Visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. Hyundai is an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash Vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash V-O-G-T-L-E. We're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mm, Best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. We got a game to call. Hey, y'all, your summer is going to sizzle because the new Hot 7 Scratchers are here. They are loaded with cash and are so hot, you can roast a marshmallow over them. I ain't kidding. I mean, mattress just light themselves just by looking at them. They might even give you a suntan. Go get you one to win some cool cash. <laughs> well, that was ironic. Win up to $2,777,777. Play the new Hot 7's family of Scratchers from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. 
been listening to the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.